0: Welcome to the Movie Planet Podcast. With Joe.
1: It's just, just funny. It's, it's funny, you know, the way you tell the story and everything.
0: And JC. I'm
1: funny, how? i mean, funny, like I'm a clown. I am you. Make
0: you laugh. I'm here to amuse you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Joining me today is the Henry to my Tommy JC. We are going to be talking about Goodfellas today, a 1990 Martin Scorsese film. Starring Ray Liotta and Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. This is arguably one of my favorite mobster movies of all time. And what we're going to do is we're going to go back in time a little bit to hear us discuss this movie. This movie came out in September in the United States, but it was also the very first mobster movie that we actually reviewed for the show. And so when we decided to go into the pantheons at the time, which we now call the movie Planet Preserve, we had nothing in there. So this ends up being the first movie we put in the mobster category. Will it be an A? Will it be an F? Well, we're going to find out. So please enjoy the show and please mind the echo. We apologize. <laughs> okay. Well, you ready for the movie advice. of the week? Movie of the week. Okay. Yeah. We're Goodfellas. We saw Goodfellas this week. That's the movie we're reviewing. Goodfellas is a classic. Now, there is some trivia Ooh, that some I have trivia. about okay. this movie. Uh, that may, may, be, may surprise you. First, the movie was made in 1990 for $25 million. Holy
1: shit. It had to have made bank.
0: It only made 46.8 domestically.
1: But every mob movie that you have seen since had to have copied it. Or was, was Godfather before Goodfellas? Godfather and Godfather 2 were
0: both before good, uh, Goodfellas.
1: Uh, okay. Well, but then this I, took I that, that premise
0: off. and made it something not so serious. Showed you the campiness and the goofiness of all the guys in it. Godfather was very, very serious.
1: See, and I feel like this is i I don't see campy and goofy when I see this.
0: See, I, when I look at the, well, we'll get to it. Okay. The MPAA, Motion Picture Association of America, ordered 10 frames of blood removed from the film before granting it an R rating. Huh. So they were like, it's too gory, get 10 frames out. All right. Just so you're clear here, sometimes movies are filmed in 24 frames per second, 10 frames is less than a second.
1: I was going to say, so that's not much of the movies that they cut out.
0: The trip through the bowels of the restaurant to get to their seat in the Copacabana uh-huh. was an accident because they weren't allowed to go in through the front door for filming. Oh, really? So they had to make it a different way. They're like, okay, we'll go around the back way. And in the book, good Goodfell- uh, the book that this is based on,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's true to what they were going to do anyway.
1: Oh, well. There so you they go. had
0: to go back to what they did historically. Nice. Al Pacino turned the role of Jimmy Conway down. Oh, really? So he could play big boy Caprice in Dick Tracy. Oh.
1: I, loved, I loved the Dick Tracy movie as a kid. I loved it as a kid. I haven't seen it as an adult. Yeah. So I'm sure it's incredibly bad and campy, but I'm actually okay with that. Could you
0: see anybody else other than De Niro playing that role? Though? No. Yeah. No. Uh, the word fuck in all its tenses is used 321 times for an average of 2.04 per minute. That's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of it in there.
1: I actually watched this movie really quiet with subtitles because <laughs> it was cursing so much. And I'm like, I can't have the boy listening to this. My wife at one point was like, you know, you could turn this. I'm like, no, I can't. I'm yeah. like, read the subtitles. She's like, oh, no, you can't. I'm like, yeah. So I, had a, I, was, almost oh, watch, see, I was almost watching it as a subtitle movie. And
0: we know how you feel a subtitle movies.
1: Yeah, but, uh, but I'd seen it before, so it wasn't like okay. I was losing, losing
0: anything. Uh, Joe Pesci's Oscar acceptance speech, because he won the Oscar for this movie,
1: yeah.
0: uh, is the sixth shortest in Academy's history. All he said was, it's my privilege. Thank you. And he walked off the stage. Because he was not expecting to win at all.
1: Yeah, I don't understand how he won after watching the movie. Oh,
0: I can. Uh, okay, finally, when he was writing the script, he would Scorsese would pencil in songs that he thought would be perfect for the scenes in question. He made sure that the music was of that time or older in each scene for continuity's sake. And sometimes the lyrics of songs were put between lines of dialogue to comment on the action in the script.
1: Yeah, Scorsese's good at stuff like that. God, I mean, he, he can score he, a movie, can't he he? he? he does his research. I'll give Scorsese credit for that. You, like, it, I can't, it's he, really hard to nitpick a Scorsese
0: movie. I can't hear certain songs anymore without thinking of Goodfellas. Like the or without
1: thinking of Gangs of New York or other Scorsese movies, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, for instance, the, the song Atlantis by, uh, I can't remember his name, but I can't hear that song without thinking of them beating the shit out of Billy Bats in this movie. Yeah. Let's get into this thing.
1: Was this a movie that you were looking to, let's say, revisiting? This is a movie I was revisiting. I've seen it a couple times before. And my answer is, eh, not really. I don't know why. It's not like I have a good thing, but I think it's just mob movies in, in general, like, mm-hmm. I want to see a mob movie, yeah. But then once I've watched it, I've realized this is a mob movie. I'm not learning anything I didn't really know, mm-hmm. and I feel like you have to be in the mood for it. And I okay. may, I may be one of those few people that don't get super excited about mob movies. I watched it, and I'm like, this is good, yeah. As a mob movie, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, it is a mob movie. So, uh, like, so am I excited if I'm in the mood for a mob movie? Which this week I wasn't. This was a lot, a week of a lot of happy movies. I watched a lot of happy movies this week with the boy and with the yeah, wife. Yeah, and, and then you throw Goodfellas. And in then there, I watched like, Goodfellas. I'm like, uh
0: Yeah. Okay. So, would you say that a lot of things you're going to say are going to be tainted by the fact that you watched a lot of Pixar and DreamWorks and Disney animation?
1: Maybe, because okay. I did watch a lot of those. This it's, fair, week. It, it's fair. It <laughs> yeah. happens to
0: me all the time sometimes. Yeah. Now, for me, I remember my parents going to see this movie. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, I remember them. I remember sitting like we had a red couch. They came home and my dad was fired up. He was like, "Oh, this was amazing." And my mom was oh. like, "It was it was it was really good." And I was like, "Can I see it?" And they're like, "No. You're 11." Yeah, and then a year later I saw it. Nice.
1: <laughs> I I also want to say I saw this on VHS in in my neighbor's basement and I saw it way because there were scenes like you were making the jokes about the blood. I remember being grossed out by some scenes. Oh, yeah. Because I definitely saw this way younger than I should have. Yeah. I saw this before Godfather. I didn't see Godfather until after I was married. I didn't see Godfather until after seeing this.
0: Here's a synopsis of the movie. Henry Hill says, As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Referring to his idolization of gangsters in his 1950s blue-collar, predominantly Italian-American neighborhood in East New York, Brooklyn. Wanting to be a part of something significant, Henry quits school and goes to work for them. He's able to make a living for himself and learns the two most important lessons in life. Never rat on your friends and always keep your mouth shut. The advice given to him after being acquitted of criminal charges early in his career. Henry is taken under the wing of local mob leader, Paul Polly Cicero and his associates, James Jimmy, the gent Conway who loves hijacking trucks and Tommy DeVito an aggressive armed robber with a temper in night. 19- in late 1967, they commit the Air France robbery. Enjoying the perks of their criminal life, they spend most of their nights at the Copacabana, carousing with women. Henry meets and later marries Karen, a Jewish woman from the Five Towns area of Long Island. Karen is initially troubled by Henry's criminal activities, but is soon seduced by his glamorous lifestyle. On June 11, 1970, Billy Batts, a mobster in the Gambino crime family, insults Tommy about being a shoeshine boy in his younger days. Enraged, Tommy and Jimmy attack and kill him, realizing their murder of an official made member would mean retribution from the Gambinos, which could possibly include Paulie himself being ordered to kill them. Jimmy, Henry, and Tommy cover up the murder. They transport the body in the trunk of Henry's car and bury it upstate. Six months later, Jimmy learns the burial site will be developed, forcing them to exhume the decomposing corpse and move it. Henry sets up his mistress, Janice Rossi, in an apartment. When Karen finds out about their relationship, she tries to confront Janice at the apartment building and then threatens Henry at gunpoint at home. Henry goes to live in the apartment with Janice, but Polly mediates and directs him to return to Karen after completing a job for him. Henry and Jimmy are sent to collect from an indebted gambler in Florida, which they succeed at after beating him. However, they are arrested after being turned in by the gambler's sister, a typist for the FBI. Jimmy and Henry receive 10-year prison sentences. In prison, Henry sells drugs to support his family on the outside. After his early release in 1978, Henry further establishes himself in the drug trade, ignoring Polly's ban on drug trafficking and convincing Tommy and Jimmy to join him. The crew commits the Lufthansa heist at John F Kennedy International Airport, stealing $6 million. However, after many of the participan- participants ignore Jimmy's command not to buy expensive luxuries with their share for fear of attracting police attention, he has them killed. Tommy is eventually killed in retribution for Bats' murder, having been fooled into thinking he would become a made man. By May 11, 1980, Henry is a nervous wreck from cocaine use and insomnia. He tries to organize a drug deal with his associates in Pittsburgh. However, he is arrested by narcotics agents and jailed. On his release, Karen tells him she flushed $60,000 worth of cocaine down the toilet to prevent FBI agents from finding it during their raid, leaving the family virtually penniless. Feeling betrayed by Henry's dealing drugs, Polly gives him $3,200 and ends his association with him. Facing federal charges, Henry decides to enroll in the witness protection program after realizing Jimmy intends to have him killed and gives sufficient testimony to have Polly and Jimmy arrested and convicted. Forced out of his gangster life, Henry now has to face living in the real world. He narrates, I'm an average nobody. I get to live the rest of my life like a schnook. Subtitles explain that Henry was subsequently arrested on dirt drug charges in Seattle, Washington, but has been clean since 1987. He and Karen separated in 1989 after 25 years of marriage. Paul Cicero died in Fort Worth Federal Prison of respiratory illness in 1988 at age 73. Jimmy, in 1990, was serving a 20-year-to-life sentence in New York State Prison. Okay, now after you saw this movie,
1: what did you think after watching it? It's good. It is a great movie. Yeah. I will not argue that. Uh, every, this is another movie that everything that was done was done for a reason, and you cannot pick it apart. This is a guy's movie. This is a guy's movie. You have to be in the mood, though, to watch it. It's, not, it's only entertaining if Mob is what you want to watch. There is nothing wrong with this movie. It's just, if I'm in the mood to laugh, I don't think Goodfellas. If I'm in the mood for drama, I don't think Goodfellas.
0: See, Goodfellas if, makes me laugh all the time.
1: If I'm in the mood for what was it like to live in the mob or what was it like to interact with immigration and deal with that and growing up, you watch Goodfellas. But to me, it's a niche movie, but it's fantastic in that niche. I feel like every mob movie, The Sopranos, everybody had to tip their hat to Goodfellas because it's so good. Yeah. But it's not something I'm going to watch more than maybe once every couple years. Like, it's not an every year movie for me.
0: For me, Goodfellas is a movie that whenever it's on TV, I have to watch. Because okay. even the edited versions are good to watch. Mm-hmm. It's, I find it... I, I I personally love good mob movies. Okay. Yeah. I can't watch Scarface. I think Scarface is... Sh-
1: I feel like I've seen Scarface once Yeah, I don't remember it. I, I don't, don't like it at all. It I think
0: it's, it's not... It, it's got a pacing problem. It, it's not that good. But Goodfellas... You know, every now and then I'll throw The Godfather in and do that. Goodfellas is the only mob movie I can think of which, and I used the word "campy" earlier. I shouldn't have done that. It's the only movie I can think of that celebrated that culture.
1: Well, you have have the very ending of the film says, I missed everything. I'm I'm now living like a schnook. Yeah. And I miss the life. I miss everything I did. And it made you... If you were a kid watching this movie, you wanted to be a you gangster. You wanted to be a gangster. But now as an adult watching it, I'm like, oh, like my my um, my uh crap, what's the thing? Mind's eye? No. The the my prefront my frontal lobe yeah. has developed to where like I know these are bad decisions. I know this is not what you should do. Right. But when your frontal lobe has not developed, Everything about this movie is like yes, give me that. Yes, give me girls. Yes, give me drugs. Yes, give me money. Mm-hmm. And when I
0: watch this, I think to myself, Score says he did a great job of making you feel like you're part of the group as you're watching it. The scene yes. where they're in the bar and Joe Pesci does the "Am My Clown?" bit, you feel like you are sitting there watching this man get psychotic on you. Yeah. and it he brings you in to be a part of the group, and you in midway through you're like, these are awful. People, but for some reason, I'm rooting them on. Yeah, I, they're endearing to me, but they're
1: jackasses. Yeah. They're horrible. They're, I mean, they're hysterical. I mean, the stuff that they think is, you know, I find I, I I, I, that is one thing where you and I will differ. I don't, I never laughed. Even the first, like, I don't ever remember laughing. I just remember being uncomfortable, but intrigued. Like, I had yeah. to watch. Well, okay. Let me. Let but me, Joe Pesci's character is not funny to me. He is just it, scares it, the crap out of me.
0: And he's supposed to be. Yeah. He's supposed to be that menacing character that can turn on a dime. When he shoots Spider in the foot. You sit there going, Jesus Christ. And his buddies are going, what are you doing? You killed a guy, you know, or whatever it was, when he shoots him finally. He shoots him in the foot. Yeah. Then he shoots him for good, yeah. But he, and he's that loose cannon in the group where he's like, if he wasn't there, nothing would have ever happened in this movie. He is the biggest problem in this movie. He is. You need his character in there for this story to drive. And I'm gonna say I didn't think of
1: it that way, but I also wonder he's the reason why Billy Bats gets killed. He he's the reason why all of the bad things happen. Yeah. So then, if you remove him, yes, the story doesn't get told. But if the story is just to show mob life, you can still tell a mob life story. You can show what it's like. But they needed a character like him to say, "Oh well, mob life is bad, and this is why it's bad because we don't want everybody to actually go and join the mob."
0: And I think that when they because they could have just made this a, strict, a straight mob movie, but it turned out to be more than that because they went with how, the, how that life affects the home life and then how he is no longer relying on the mob because he goes into the drug trade later on. And I look at this and I go, wow, this isn't about the group so much. It's about...
1: Henry One person's, Hill. One person's journey, yeah. which I also completely forgot that it was apparently based on a real person. I didn't oh, yeah. know that.
0: In fact, I just got done reading the book, uh, Wise Guy, which is based off. of. And Joe Pesci's character is not in the book. His character is a com- combination of four or five different people that he and Henry Hill interacted with. Gotcha. And rather than have four or five people play those parts, put it in one, make it a threesome, and... You know, you got a power trio there. I mean, Ray Liotta had done nothing before this movie.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, I forgot that this was his coming out party. Yeah. Uh, best parts of the movie. The narration. Oh, I, I honestly think this is one of the few movies, if not the only movie where, again, I I said I watched it on, on subtitles, but you can watch and you're watching a, a scene. People mm-hmm. are talking, but it's the narration that you hear not that. And you get... Uh, his wife's perspective you get his perspective and it works yeah it's almost like you're watching a documentary and i like documentaries. i know and and i feel like the narration was perfect for that It it's so great all of the sopranos uh i want to call them tip of the hats but it, it <laughs> came first so <laughs> michael so imperioli's it, in i it. was gonna say <laughs> the psychiatrist spider is there
0: um really funny cuz when you watch the Godfather you'll see some of those people in there also.
1: Yeah, I mean they use the same people for all the movies, I know. Um I also feel like it's a pretty honest version of mob life.
0: Scorsese I said he said he wanted to make a realistic version. You, you watch the the behind the scenes. Yeah. He says that he wanted he'd never seen them that was true
1: to what he grew up
0: around in New York.
1: No, the, I mean, if you want to know what the mob is like, watch Goodfellas. Yeah. Don't watch Sopranos, watch Goodfellas.
0: It's very desensitizing.
1: Um and it's it's a it's a much better shorter version of Sopranos. You don't need to watch all six seasons of Sopranos. No, I you can just good. watch Goodfellas. Yeah. All right. What were your best parts? Uh,
0: the narration again. I love the narration of the movie. Uh, the The devil might care attitude of all these bad men. Devil may care. Might may whatever. Devil may care. I love that that they don't care if they do this or that. It'll all work out. I think that's fascinating that you can eventually turn into someone like that if conditioned in that way around that. Okay, I find that fascinating. Cause it's something that I can't relate to, Yeah, but if it was across the street from me, and it was a way for me as an 11-year-old to make money over there, and you start to get indoctrinated in this, and the first time when he has the one guy come in and he's bleeding and he's like, hey, give me some aprons. He goes, you wasted four f***ing aprons on this guy. Yep. <laughs> he's going to go, this is where it starts.
1: Yep, This you know? is where you start being desensitized.
0: Uh, the final bust scene, where Henry Hill is running around with the guns and the Coke and and, just going absolutely ape. Oh, and he's paranoid beyond belief because he's all high. He's seen helicopters in the air and that whole scene, the way that it's shot is just snap, 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 snap. And it gets more frantic and more frantic until he finally gets caught. Mm -hmm. And if you watch that movie, you just watch the way that it's clipped together. The clips get shorter and shorter and shorter until he finally has the gun pointed in his face. Yep. Uh, the scene where Karen is almost killed by Jimmy Conway.
1: See, that's the scene that confused me. Was he almost killed? Because those two guys down the alley, they were just moving stuff. Yeah. Were they supposed to kill her if she went down there?
0: Well, there's a scene where Henry realizes that he would have been killed if he had gone with Jimmy. Uh, Florida, yeah. yes. But then there's also, when she starts walking away, she looks down that thing. You get the idea that she's paranoid at this point about everything. I got But Jimmy's sitting there going, thought, yeah, go down the alley. Because that's where you would find the stuff. They've never done anything in the alley in this movie. Well, and she knows I got it. the
1: sense that she would be attacked. I didn't think they would kill her. Yeah. I actually thought they would rape her or do something like that. Yeah, and she so was smart enough to get out.
0: I thought that was fantastic. I mean, there, there's so many great scenes in this movie. But let's go into the worst parts of this movie. Because every movie has a... Ch- and Pesci.
1: And I Pesh- love Pesci. Pesci was the worst part for me. and I And I know he won an Academy Award, but I don't think it's his acting. His acting is great. Mm-hmm. The character that he plays, Tommy... Is just
0: a despicable human being,
1: a despicable human being. But I, I, yeah, I can't like that. So,
0: you know what it is with him is he says for every two lines he says, he has five that piss you off. Like he'll say two things and he'll be like, okay. And then I'll start talking more like, oh, you, I hate you.
1: No, he doesn't say anything. nice. He's rude to women. He says yeah. every racial stereotype you can think of. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even compliment his friends. No, like he never says anything nice to Jimmy or to Henry. No,
0: but nobody does.
1: So I just, there is nothing. I it's don't that know. culture. But Paulie will, will say nice things about people, Jimmy will say nice things about people. There's, it's not like the huggy kissy, I get that, mm-hmm. but like you recognize people that do well. Pesci's character for a long time until he gets his comeuppance for killing bats. Seems to get away with just being a jackass for the sake of being a jackass, and that confuses me. But
0: that's the thing. I feel, you need... I
1: feel like Pauly would not have put up with that for very long. Well, Or why did they wait so long to kill him if he killed a made man? Like, there's a lot that Pesci's character doesn't make sense to
0: me. Yeah, well, here's the thing. That character, again, we talked about him being something that drives the rest of the plot in this movie.
1: Which is right. That's a yeah. point that I didn't think of. That, But
0: also, trip. Jimmy Conway and Henry Hill spend most of their time living behind him because he's the only true Italian in the group that can become a made man. And if he becomes made, then everybody's okay.
1: I, I so they're that. kind of
0: riding the coattails of this massive idiot. Yep. And they keep trying to I guess cover for him every now and then. And after a while, you just can't do it.
1: Nope.
0: And I, I bought their friendship together because they grew up together. What I didn't buy was after a while with the mob mentality of, we'll just kill people because we don't like them, why didn't they just off the guy?
1: I was going to say, he lived way longer than he should have in that movie, yeah. in but, my opinion.
0: But here's the thing. When he dies and Jimmy's on the phone and he starts crying a little bit because he knows it's over, you buy it. You go, they did have a bond. You don't know what the f was because we don't have those types of friendships. Uh, okay, I, I follow where you're going. But there is a bond there for some reason. Uh, so, yeah, what else?
1: Uh, you have to, again, you have to be in the mood for it. If you want to watch Mob, they had a good thing going, but you realize Coke ruins everything. And <laughs> that's what happened. Coke yeah, it's, ruins everything.
0: It's it. not murder and hookers. It's that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Uh,
1: so, so there's a the lesson and, and yeah, I just, well. Oh. And so, Tommy never got made either. Tommy never got made. No, man. he gets shot in the head. Yep.
0: Which you're going to love this. You know, the guys that were escorting him. Yeah. One of them, I believe was Scorsese's father. Really? Yeah, he came in for that scene.
1: That's interesting.
0: Now, for me, worst parts, you know, I really tried. I combed this movie. I can't think of a one that I don't like.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I personally, I I consider this movie, gosh, I don't want to put it in a list that I haven't made, but it's in my top movies.
1: Is this your I'm lost on a desert island, and so this movie's coming with me list?
0: It's on that list, yeah. (laughs) I, I... I could watch this movie a thousand times and never get sick of it.
1: See, I'll watch it once mm-hmm. and be okay. Yeah, and I'll probably watch it again with the boy, but
0: mm-hmm. when he's old it's, enough,
1: it's a good movie. I just this isn't a movie that I find entertaining. Okay, it's a it's a movie I find informational. I don't know. Okay, it's informational. And I, fi-
0: I find it educational.
1: Yeah, it's just it's ed-
0: educational. It's informational, and and it's entertaining. Yeah, I don't. All right, so who's the audience for this movie? Oh, for me? Well, it's rated R, so the audience is anyone over 18. And, but here's the thing if you don't have a problem with the F word,
1: and yeah, I know yeah, that's that true I, 311 times.
0: I know there's people out there that when they hear it over and over again, and I've, I, here's the thing I love when I hear people say, well, you didn't need to put swearing in this movie. This movie, you needed it, because that's the culture.
1: I was going to say, if, if the culture is swearing, then you need swearing in it. You do. You need... you don't, if you don't like swearing, then don't participate in that culture, don't watch that movie, or you... don't listen to us, our podcast. <laughs> yeah, really.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I, watched, and I think that this movie is great to watch. I think you have to watch. This is a movie that you have to watch before you die.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree.
0: So I think when, you, when your parents think it's okay to see this, you watch this movie. And, and I
1: almost want you to watch it with your parents. And I know that sounds really weird. Mm-hmm. But I say that because you will have... If you watch this uh, before the age of 25, mm-hmm. you will have questions. And this is one of those movies where you should watch with your parents just to maybe... Although, yeah, as you're making that face, maybe there are some sections where you don't want to watch it with your parents.
0: Well, not only that, but I mean, I watched it before I was 25, and I didn't watch it with my parents. It was on HBO. No, when obviously. I, was a, I watched, I watched it when I was
1: like 13 or 14. but. Yeah. I did have a, and do you know what? The 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 neighbor friend of mine who owned it who was older than me mm-hmm. I spent the whole time asking him questions. And so that's probably why I say that is as I was watching this film, I just wanted to know more. And he was probably annoyed to hell with me, but he liked me and he was just answering all of my questions. <laughs> so that's why I say, like when you watch this, and I, I also said for who's my audience, everyone needs to see this. Everyone needs to see this at least once in your lifetime. Yeah. It's that good of a movie. But it's the it's the movie that can both legitimize stereotypes, ruin stereotypes. It can, but it introduces you to the mob culture mm-hmm. in a succinct one movie way. Yes, you don't need to watch all the Godfathers. You don't need to watch all Sopranos. You don't need to read a whole lot. If you watch Goodfellas, you get it. Yeah, and then
0: you get the draw. You, you've been for edu- some.
1: and you've been educated.
0: And, you know, what? I think it's fair to say that you don't know if it legitimizes stereotypes or not. Because if you watch this movie in the context of this, is, this takes place over the span of 25 years, I think, 20 yeah. years. Whereas The Godfather takes place over, like, three or four months. Yeah. You know? If you watch this movie in that context, you realize that the times that it was taking place in and the way people viewed certain cultures, and the less intelligent, I mean, we can't say that any of these guys in the Goodfellas movie are road scholars as characters. I, I, I look at this and I go, you know, yeah, if you model your life on these guys, then you're going to fall into the trap of using a lot of these stereotypes. But yeah. if you watch this as an observer from the outside, which most people do because we're not on the mob, yep. you can see they're going, wow, these guys are assholes. How can they think that about that? I mean, when Joe Pesci goes on about, you know, his Jewish girlfriend and you're sitting there going.
1: Or when he goes off about the entertainers and that King Cole and oh, all that it, stuff. I'm yeah. just like. And what's funny is. I Samuel remember, L.
0: Jackson's in it as the getaway guy, too.
1: I remember that not bothering me as a kid, but now as an adult being mm-hmm. more educated, it's like, like, that's almost hard to watch. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So what's your movie report card in the crime drama genre, Joe?
0: All right, if Godfather and Godfather 2 are A's or A pluses, this is an A.
1: Yeah.
0: This is as perfect a a mob movie as I think you can get that sensationalizes
1: it. I completely agree. This is a solid A.
0: Now, mind you, in in that Pantheon, Geely, the Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez movie, that's an F. (laughs) That's where we're coming from. So we have an F, we got the A and the top, that's what this is. It's an A. Yeah. Uh, Those movies near perfect, from the acting, the directing, the pacing, the music,
1: it flows like water. (laughs) <laughs> and i agree with you i agree with everything you say yeah but it's just it's a mob movie it's a very well, specific precisely. niche yeah
0: yeah it's a mob movie but i i but i think more than anything else it's a guy's movie over a mob movie because it has I more agree. to do with that than anything else the relationships that they have with each other
1: and the thing is is that th- they present the woman's side but i don't know if they necessarily present the woman's side from a woman's perspective
0: I no, feel, they do. I've, that's her in the
1: book. No, no, no. I Sorry, I'm, I'm not being clear with what I'm saying. Oh, okay. What I'm saying is a woman watching that would probably tell her to do so many things different.
0: Oh, yeah. She'd watch. Because Whereas
1: a guy watching it would be like, oh, of course that's how the woman's going to react. Of course that's what the woman's going to think. That's where I was going with that. I understand. And so that's why when you say it's a guy's movie, I agree with it from that standpoint, even though they put the woman's perspective from i feel like if my wife would have sat here and watched the whole thing with me Mm. she probably would not have she probably would have had more comments for the female character and that voiceover than guys would have
0: yeah like when she takes the gun and she goes i'm not gonna lie it kind of turned me on most girls be like the hell you run away from this guy now
1: but then there are girls that probably did would find that a turn on yeah probably
0: but again it's the times it takes place and I I personally when I look at this movie I just think to myself when you're younger you watch and you go wow I can't believe they're getting away with this you get older to about college age now it's a bros movie that's true then you get to be you know our age and it's this is a, a piece of cinema is this a film yeah this is something that is necessary for film viewership yeah and I've watched it through so many different lenses and each time I've gotten something different out of it and I can understand why, if I go out with people that are like 21, 22 years old, they're all quoting the movie, like, you know, nonstop, because it's quotable.
1: It is very quotable. I will agree with that. Uh, where do you give it? A. a. You solid give it an A. a. Okay, solid, so we're both A's. Solid A.
0: Yeah, I think we hit a good one on this one.
1: We did. We hit a good one. Well, that's
0: all I got time for today, Movie Planeteers. You can email the Movie Planet using the address movieplanetpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to pass the word on to your friends about the show. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Overcast, Podbean, or Spotify. And help the show get on its feet with a four or five star review. Tweet with any questions, comments, theories, and I'll try to fit them into the show next time we're on the air. Send those tweets to MoviePlanetPod and like us on Facebook and Instagram using the links in the show notes. Special thanks to Twisterium and SoundJ Music for providing our intro music and our ending music. Thanks for listening and happy movie watching.